Hold on to your butts. This is season two of the Squashbuckler Diaries podcast. My name is Guy Hassan, and you are listening to the Squash Buckler Guys podcast, a daily podcast about Joy Shelley, the girl who lives in dreams. This is the biggest story you'll ever hear read in your life. Today we are we are in episode three hundred. There's no big woohoo, you know. There's no big celebration about three hundred. It's three hundred in right now in season two. We had more than four hundred in season one. Big changes are coming soon to season three, and also the book, uh, the first book, uh, will be published soon. But this is episode 300. It is important that it's 300. I didn't do a special episode for that. I'm just telling the story. We've been missing. I've been reposting for the last three days and once earlier this week, uh, last two days, I think, and once earlier this week, and uh, that's because... My life has been going through tons of uh, changes, stresses, stuff like that. Hopefully it's over. Hopefully I can do this uh, on a regular basis as we did before. And I didn't want to mess up this episode the way I feel I messed up two episodes ago. So uh, we are back. And so let's have a small reminder. Madeline is in South Africa. Where Amalie lives, she lives in Johannesburg. But Amalie is not in Johannesburg. Plus, she doesn't remember her dreams. So she doesn't know she knows Amalie. And Amalie doesn't remember her dreams. Just like Justin doesn't remember his dreams. And uh, Colin doesn't remember his dreams. And Ethan doesn't remember his dreams. And Yumio, as we'll find out, doesn't remember her dreams. I met someone there, but that was on purpose. And you should know that. And so they will not be able to meet in the real world. So Madeline asked Amali to let's go to the beach where I'm going uh, tomorrow. Maybe that'll remind her of something when she actually goes there tomorrow. And then trouble started. So uh, let's uh, see what happens now. Season 3, episode 300. Woohoo! The beach, part 3. Swimming costume. Choice H9, told by Grandpa Wart. Can you create Glen Beach? Madeline asks Amali. Amali exhales, and suddenly, beyond Susie's and mine's small island, Justin's ocean is covered with a beach bustling with people. Susie gasps. The sand is a different color. The beach umbrellas are colorful too, and there are so many people here. Families, friends, people who came on their own. How could Amali create such detail and such colors when she's been blind from birth? It is magnifique, Madeline says. I adore this place, and there is no need for sundown lotion. Amali laughs. In a second, her clothes are replaced by a one-piece bathing suit with a kind of, I don't know the name for it, the kind that has a kind of skirt around it at the bottom. What is this? Madeline asks. It is my swimming costume. What do you wear? I was thinking, since it is just the two of us on a beach, we could go without any swimming, uh, maillot de bain. A uh, swimming costume, as you say. 
Amali's jaw drops. And I must admit that so does mine. What? What? I can't. Don't be silly. I, 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 uh... Why the problem? Madeline asks. No one has ever seen me. I mean, outside of Sandil and my first boyfriend. No one has ever seen. Not when you change. Not in... Madeline, Madeline, Madeline. Amali gestures wildly with her hands to stop and then whispers loudly. I've never seen what I look like. What if I... What if I look... Nonsense. You are a beautiful woman, and it does not matter what you look like. Your soul is beautiful, and you should not live in shame of who you are and what you look like. There, now I'm naked as well. I can only see her from behind, and most of her is hidden by the backside of her wheelchair, but it is clear that she is naked now. My eyes open wide, and I look aside. Ah, uh, Madeline, Susie says loudly, you are not alone here. Madeline looks back. Oh, I am sorry, Walter, Suzanne. I forgot that you are here. We will go to a beach where you cannot see us. Amali? I look at them, see that Madeline is still not wearing clothes, and I look away. I think I'll go inside, I say, and get up without looking. As I walk through the door, I hear Amali's voice saying, I'll try. Told by Grandpa Walt. Hashtags, Grandpa Walt, Grandma Susie, South Africa, Amali, Elvis, Madeline, Madeline's wheelchair, Mastermind, Joy, was still asleep, she's not in this. Well, it's a different episode. It's an episode without any kids in it. And so, <laughs> and, and different societies uh, collide. But here's the point. The reason I wanted to do these three episodes is not only to, to, to show Madeline's and Amali's friendship and how sad it is that they can't meet in real life, at least uh, not now, that we know of, but to show Amali's insecurity about her body. She has never seen her own body. She has never seen anyone else's body. She is well aware of how people around her are talking about bodies and about being beautiful and about, you know, all the stuff that people are talking about. And she doesn't know how she compares. She only has the, the two people who were attracted to her. Is that enough? Should that be enough? It, well, it should. It should only, as Madeline says, it, even that should matter. She should just feel well about her body because it's her body and it's too bad to feel bad about your body. And I wanted to touch on that before we do other things. So that's why we had this grown-up episode today. Tomorrow, Joy returns with something completely different. Stick with us for that. So, what do you think about this episode? Email me, guyhasson at gmail.com. That's G-Y-H-A-S-S-O-N at gmail.com. If you're not subscribed, do subscribe and tell your friends about the Squashbuckler Diaries. Joy will grow up. We'll have when she's a teenager, which is not now. When she's a teenager, we'll have teenager episodes. And when she's an adult, we'll have adult episodes. And, uh, you know, uh, it is what it is. It's a piece of life. Anyway, as she grows, the more she grows, the more we know stuff about where she comes from. And where the people around her come from and where everything in her life comes from as she becomes a heroine that saves lives and does other stuff. 
So tell your friends. And if you want more context about the Squash Buckler Diaries podcast, listen to the creditless. Credits. My name is Guy Hassan. I'm an author of fantasy and science fiction, and the Squash Buckley Diaries are my life project. The Squash Buckley Diaries is part of a bigger story, a story which also includes the Lost in Dreams book series. Together, they are the story of Joy Shelley, the girl who lives in dreams. We follow her from birth to death. In season one of the Squash Buckley Diaries, we followed her life on a flying pirate ship called Bunny's Revenge, living in her father's dream between the ages of two and six. For a reason as yet unknown, Justin raises a little girl in his dreams, and she does not wake up. She's there when he is awake, she's there when she sleeps, and she probably doesn't dream. At the end of season one came the other half of this life project, the first Lost in Dreams book called The Forgotten Girl. Joy and Justin learned their inner dream, and they both left the dream to find out what's beyond. No spoilers about the crazy and amazing things that happened there. Okay? Her life is different now, and in season two, we will follow her life from ages six to nine, as her entire world has changed. This story is not written for you. It's written for my three daughters, and it's about the life of a father and a daughter in crazy circumstances. You're welcome to enjoy the story. I think you will. I think you really will. But it is not for you. This is my life project for me and my girls. And like all my other books, I'm self-publishing to maintain complete control, and I suck at marketing, which is sad. But who cares? We will follow Joy's life from birth to death. Each new book will jump ahead three years in her life. Each season of the Squash Buckler Diaries will show Joy's life between the big events of each book. Check out the website, guyhasson.com, G-U-Y-H-A-S-S-O-N.com, where you can find texts of all these podcasts, and more importantly, where you can also search the hashtags at the end of each episode. The intro and the exit music is called Brass Gentleman by Thomas Howardick. I will see you tomorrow.